Hey there, this is Jill with the Pickle Jar Podcast, and thank you so much for tuning in for an episode of Pickle Juice. Now, Pickle Juice is just a little bit more about my personal journey with Addison's. My last week, my last seven days, what has gone on in this world here with me. So um, basically, I am happy to report my Addison's for the last few weeks has been, for the most part, pretty good, pretty stable. Um, I've been able to get back to my strength training workouts which has made me very, very happy because that's something very important to me to invest into my body to keep my strength up. If you don't use it, you lose it. And I've lost a lot of strength in the last few years and I'm 47 and I am determined to build that strength back up. That's top priority for me. Um, so something I have found that has worked well for me is doing my strength training workouts first thing in the morning. My cortisol is always the highest and I always feel my best first thing in the morning. I use the infusion pump. So my infusion pump is actually set for like 4.30 in the morning. I get a really good, nice dose of cortisol that slowly comes over the, um, over two or three hours. And I honestly, I wake up feeling fabulous. Um, I wake up, I have, you know, usually by up until about two o'clock in the afternoon, I, I feel when everything's kind of in line, I feel normal. And I know many of you listening to this that have primary Addison's. I remember those days when I would wake up and I would say, I felt like I had a brick on my forehead and it was like almost impossible to pull yourself out of sleep because your cortisol so low. I used to keep my medication beside my bed and take it an hour before I would wake up so that I would kind of be able to get out of bed. So um, it's, it feels so good to wake up in the morning and to have strength. So I have found that I need to do my workouts first thing in the morning, I feel my best, I need to get it done. So and it's all about the doing and I'm trying not to put any pressure or any expectations on myself. I'm just doing something and I'm trying to do a little bit of everything um, to build that strength back up. And I'm so excited to say that that's kind of falling into an alignment for me. Now, since my crisis in June, I used to have really big bags underneath my eyes, my eyes went super, super dark. And I think it's the ACTH from the crisis from my pituitary had actually settled into the, into kind of into my cheekbones around my eyes and stuff. And honestly, it looked like I had like big black eyes all the time. And I'm happy to report those have finally disappeared. And it's interesting because it correlates with how I feel. I feel better. So it's kind of like as if my brain has finally settled down, that it's comfortable where I am, that I am in safe zone and that ACTH has kind of relaxed a little bit in my body. And whatever seeped into those cells during that crisis, um, it's like they've kind of seeped out. My body's been able to metabolize it or whatever's happened. Those really dark circles have come away from my eyes. Um, I also went to, I said, I'm a yoga instructor, but I signed up for yoga classes last week and I went into this class in such a dark place. I was feeling my electrolytes were off. I was really, really retaining a lot of water. And I, I just, I just felt Addison's awful. It was awful. And by the end of the class, the movement mentally everything I felt so good and I remember the lady she asked the yoga instructor asked me at the end she goes how do you feel and I just went I go I feel like a rock star right now and it was kind of a big turning point for me mentally and physically um and kind of got me back into alignment so if yoga is something you've never done I really really highly recommend just you know what just give it a try and it it really does make a difference so Addison's wise, I've been doing great. I even took my daughter for a university um, campus tour yesterday and we were gone all day. Now, you know, years ago, pre-pump on tablets, um, a day like that, I would have been so stressed going, anticipating what's going to happen, 
going all day, not being able to eat right, not knowing what my medications, just moving at somebody else's pace. I had like four or five hours of driving yesterday to do years past that would have devastated my Addison's. It would have taken me three, four days to recover from exhaustion. And I updosed a tiny bit last night. I updosed a tiny, tiny bit this morning. And so far all systems are go and I feel great. And I really think that's just, you know, being consistent, being persistent, trying to manage this illness as best as I can. I've learned from every time I've stumbled and I've gotten back up and I've tried to do a little bit better each time. And now it's, you know, I'm 11 years into this journey and it's finally, it's finally starting to pay off. So I'm so excited about that. This week, I'm also dealing with some other, you know, possibly concerning health issues. We're not really sure. I'm having problems with the fine motor skills in my right and now in my left hand. We noticed it about a year ago. Um, my I guess it would be my ring finger on my right hand and my thumb. If I go to pick something up, they just wouldn't align up properly. They would miss each other. So I was having a hard time picking things up, ripping packages open because they just weren't in the right place. If I would stop and think about it and I would, you know, kind of connect my brain to my hand, I could do it, but it's progressively gotten worse. And I now have muscle atrophy in my hand and in my arm. Um, my relaxed state of my right hand is often my pinky and my ring finger are curled in and the to me the joints just seem extremely loose and my joint seems to me extremely loose in my right arm as well so if I take the Brita out of the fridge or I have to load groceries I need to stabilize that wrist and be really strong through it to do whatever I do so I don't drop anything and now it's starting to happen on my left side as well. So a little concerning, but not concerning. We're trying to figure out exactly what it is. So it's just another good example of when you have a chronic illness, as soon as something starts to go strange, we just assume strange. <laughs> so we're looking into autoimmune, we're looking into genetic problems, we're looking into, you know, kind of, she's already got one rare thing. So, so what's kind of, <laughs> what does she have this time? So um, I'm an amazing family doctor. And one thing I've been lucky over the years is I've built up a team of medical people that I really, really trust. I have an amazing chiropractor. I have an amazing osteopath, massage people I trust, people that know my body and I trust their opinion. I know they are in their field because they want to help and that they have my back. So I made appointments last week. Um, Actually, a massage therapist first noticed the atrophy in my hands and in my in my wrist and in my forearms. So I made an appointment with my chiropractor. I made an appointment with my osteopath because I want their opinion. I had a family doctor appointment with my family doctor last Monday, and we're looking into EMGs, getting into me to see a neuromuscular um, specialist so that we can kind of figure out exactly what is going on. So, you know, it's it's been a been a rough week but a good week good week for the Addisons but I'm looking at myself thinking you know what now what I was out with my daughter yesterday and you know I had my drink and she had to twist the tap the top off for me because I knew it'd be easier for her to do it than for me to fight and do it not things I should be doing at 47 years old I have to compromise when I write with my pen now I need I hold my toothbrush funny squeezing a toothpaste is kind of difficult um you know is it just 
we've looked into neck compression in the last six months. I've had MRIs, all kinds of different things. And anything major has been ruled out, which is really great. Um, but it just starts that cycle. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate to this when you have a chronic illness. And especially if you have other ones, it's kind of, you know, it's completely normal for us to have those moments where we say, why me? And I've definitely had some of those in the last few weeks. I've probably cried in the last few weeks more than I have in the last 10 years. Um, it's just, it's just been moments where I think I was more scared of, you know, I was scared of Google. I Googled some stuff and I was a little worried, but, but we've kind of ruled out the major things like ALS and stuff like that. So, and I think it go, you know, what are the odds I have Addison's and then I get ALS, but you know what? It can happen. It can happen. So, um, so that's good news. Um, but I, I'm such a believer in being proactive. I've always been proactive with my Addison's and trying just to make a little bit of progress every time and not expecting it to be perfect and just knowing I have to push forward. So last week, like I said, I made those appointments. I even bought an inversion table on Facebook. I found a $500 inversion table and I got it for $125 so that if it's fine, I can take care of my spine. And if that's what I have to do, then that's what I have to do. I ordered hand grips off of, this was by the recommendation of my osteopath. He's like, you're losing grip strength, get some grip. You know, I ordered some balls and some different things so that I can build up the strength back up into my fingers and my wrist as much as I can. It can be done. The body is an amazing thing. And I can tell you, um, I've been knocked down so many times in the past 20 years. This isn't going to knock me down. Um, like I said, I've had my tears. And then when I have those moments, I think of my dad. And if you don't, if you haven't listened to my pickle tribute on my dad, my dad had primary Addison's and he was diagnosed before I was born. So I've lived my entire life with Addison's disease. And I was diagnosed six years after he passed away and he passed away at 56 from an adrenal crisis. And I do know that if he was here today, he'd be devastated to watch me go through this journey. Um, although it was not his fault, I know he would take blame and carry this on his shoulders for passing an autoimmune disease to me, but it is what it is. And, and if he was here, and I've told my kids this before, that if this is my story and whatever, however the story goes in the next 10, 15, 20 years, if this is my story, if I have to do physiotherapy, if I have to take medication, whatever I have to do, the blessings that this has brought into my life have been like, when I sit back and think it's been incredible. And, you know, and a part of that journey was having my dad in my life, having my kids in my life, I would do it a million times over. My dad taught me so much in life. He was my hero. And the days when I'm down in the dumps and I think, why me? Why do I, I try so hard to take care of myself. Why do I have to have something else? I think of him and <laughs> this is actually what I do is um, his name was Don Battle. And um, <laughs> so what I do is I just remind myself who I am. I am Don Battle's daughter and she doesn't give up and he wouldn't want me to give up. And if I can't do it for me, I can do it for him and I can do it for my kids. And you know, it's just day by day. 
And like I said, I try to find just the gratitude every day in what this journey has given me. And it's given me so many wonderful people and so much positive energy that um, I always say I'm also, I think I'm the, the healthiest sick person that you'll ever find. Um, and I wonder what my journey would be like if I didn't have Addison's disease. Would I take care of my body the way I do? Would I honor my body and appreciate it the way I do? You know, I, I don't know, but I know I take a very proactive approach to my health and I'm very, very in tune to my body and that I'm very, very grateful for. So, um, so yeah, so that's been my week looking forward this week. I'm going to advocate more for myself. I'm going to try and get into my family doctor a little bit sooner. I've been doing Google research. You know, we all love Google research when we have autoimmune diseases. And, um, I've been, you know, I was right the first time I went into that doctor's office, even though I had a knowledge of Addison's disease and everybody was telling me going in, Oh no, it's not Addison's. And he even told me through the blood work. He, as we waited for blood work, he wasn't, you know, too sure initially if it was going to be um, based on the fact that it had been six years before I had been already tested, even though I had hyperpigmentation and he was suspecting it. Um, but everybody else, went, oh, it's rare. No, no, you're dead, blah, blah, blah. And um, I was 99.999% sure Google had told me the answer. And I have some suspicions of what's going on with me now. And um but now I need to be proactive. I need to push just a little bit harder. Let's get in. Let's, let's, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can have happen. And I'm being proactive by doing what I can to control what I can. And that's my nutrition. That's my mental health. And that is most certainly is my exercise to keep my body strong because this pickle is not given up because she is Dawn Battle's daughter. So thank you so much for joining me in the pickle juice. And until next time, please be well, my pickles.